Well, 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 it's going to be a heavy hitting one because today I wanted to talk about all of the things that I overthought whilst I was sharing this new business with the world and how to conquer those things. I'm talking imposter syndrome. I'm talking overthinking. I'm talking a massive fear of failure. So let's get into it. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, happy Friday. Welcome back to Lashy Hour. If you are new, hello, hi. My name is Lizzie and I'm your host. Thank you so much for spending a part of your day with me, whether you are listening live or you are binging episodes. I appreciate every single one of you. How are you doing? Just a little check-in for yourself, a little how are you? I am just feeling all the motions right now and I thought, oh my goodness, what better than to record and put it in an episode. So here we go today. I have been like super busy. I celebrated Thanksgiving a week early because my family wasn't available on Thanksgiving. I just turned 30 years old. Can we get a what what? I can't believe it. I still feel like I am like my early to mid 20s. But so many people say that like my parents say all the time they don't feel their age. So I'm like, as long as I can look a decade younger for the rest of my life, then I'll be a happy camper. That is fine. But honestly, even like at heart, I feel really young and really immature. And I know that sounds so silly because I've done a lot with like business. I'm very level-headed. Like I'm not immature in the slightest, but I feel like I just feel like I have a young soul. I don't know. I laugh because getting married next year, I'm like, I'm going to be a child bride this is not okay. I'm not old enough to get married. What is this? So just going through the motions right now of like adjusting to this new age, I feel like when you hit a certain age too, you feel like you need a whole new closet. I'm like, okay, what do I wear as a 30 year old now? What is my style? So I think what my aim is, I really, I don't know if you've looked or not or seen the videos on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, capsule wardrobes, that's my vibe right now. So I'm trying to build like a good capsule wardrobe. And I hope that with that, I don't need to reinvent my style every year. I feel like when you go through like your late teens to early 20s, you kind of just like looking for fun, trendy things. Then you hit your mid 20s and you're like, okay, those I can't wear anymore, but I can still wear some fun, trendy pieces. Now in my late 20s to turning 30, I'm like, okay, I just want a timeless style that isn't going to go out of style anytime soon. I want to look, I'm probably going to be dressing like I look like a mom now, but then when I'm a mom, I hope I look like a hot mom. So (laughs) there's a method to my madness, okay? So I hope you're doing well. I hope that everything is just going well for you right now. I hope business is booming. The books are full. The clients are appreciative of you. (laughs) Anyways, sending you so much love. And if you want to chat, you need someone to talk to, you know where to find me on social, slide into my DMs, always happy to chat with you. Um, But recently, if you haven't seen, you may not have seen because I don't market myself very well, but I have started a new business and 
it's really exciting, but really scary. It's not scary. It shouldn't be scary. That's the whole point of today's episode is that I have launched this new business and I've called it Not Roses, not with a K, and it's actually in the wedding industry. So I have a very natural business brain. Like I see opportunities everywhere. Like I joke about the fact that like I have so many good business ideas that I could probably sell at this point. And I see the holes in the market. I see the opportunities. And most of the time I'm too scared to do anything about it. And also I don't have the funds to start all these businesses or the staff. But this one, I thought, why the frick not? So essentially backstory for it. So what the business is, is fake flower arches. So like floral arches that you could rent out for your wedding, for a special occasion, a party, whatever it may be. So the backstory, I wanted a floral arch at our wedding. And my clients were like, yeah, they're so beautiful, Lizzie. My florist quoted me five to $6,000 for one. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care how much money someone makes. I am not spending five to $6,000 on a floral arch that I'm literally not going to see those flowers the day after. So to save money, I thought, I am creative. I know how to do this myself. I could probably build a floral arch. So I got online, did some research, looking at how to do it, and I stumbled across the fact that you can buy these big floral arches already pre-made. And I was like, what a fantastic idea. I'm going to buy one for my wedding. And I was talking to my mom about it. And my mom was like, yeah, like, just do it. Like, why not? You could probably sell it after. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I'm looking and like, they're still a pretty penny. Like they're still close to three grand. And I was saying to my mom, I'm like, oh, I just don't want to spend that much money right now or like put it on my visa card or whatever. Like, I don't know. And my mom was like, well, look, you'll be able to sell the arch after girl math. So if you sell, if you buy the arch for 3000, you sell it for 2000, it actually only costs $1,000 for the flower arch at your wedding. And I'm like, that is true. And I was looking at trying to find like someone who had these flower arches to rent. And the closest I could find was Toronto. And I did not want to drive all the way to Toronto to do that. Or some of them just wouldn't even like deliver this far out. So it was just not going to work out. So I just sat on this idea for a while. And then all of a sudden I had like a great inspirational chat with one of my girlfriends. And I thought, Lizzie, pull the damn trigger. Like, let's go. Just buy the arch already. You know you want it for your wedding. So I go on the website to purchase the floral arch and it's buy one, get one free. <laughs> and I said, okay, that is the universe telling me something here. So call my mom. And my mom was like, well, maybe you should just try and rent it out. See if you can rent it out again. If it doesn't work, just sell it on Facebook Marketplace. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I knew that with the one arch being um, for a wedding, I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy another one for like baby showers, bridal showers, like birthday parties, something that's not so wedding vibe. So that's what I did. I bought both of the arches and I basically waited for them to come in. And I was like, I'm not going to announce anything or say anything until I know the quality is good. I got them delivered. The quality, amazing. The flowers are like, they're called real touch flowers. So they quite literally feel real. They're incredible. Like the white one that I bought for our wedding is like seven to eight foot tall. Like it's so grand. It's so big they're gorgeous. So I let one of my clients have the white floral one for her engagement party. And she was like, oh my goodness, Lizzie, 
everybody couldn't stop talking about it. My grandparents who have like a very high standards said that it looked so real. It was so gorgeous. And I thought, you know what? Let's just do it then. Let's go. So I made a little Instagram account. I made a business name. I called it not roses, like not with a K, like tying the knot, getting married type of thing. And I just thought, why not? Like, let's go for it. Anyway, so I sat on this Instagram account for a long time. And this is where the episode starts because, well, 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 it's going to be a heavy hitting one because today I wanted to talk about all of the things that I overthought whilst I was sharing this new business with the world and how to conquer those things. I'm talking imposter syndrome. I'm talking overthinking. I'm talking a massive fear of failure. So let's get into it. So I posted my new business on my Lash This Lizzie page. And I basically was like, I'm starting something that's not in the lash industry. It's not even in the beauty industry. I'm really excited. Like if you're local and you're looking for something that is basically an elevated balloon garland, like give me a follow. Let me know if you're interested. And I posted it and I got such great responses. Like Everybody was so excited. Everyone was like, this is an amazing idea. And I was like, yes, okay, this feels really, really good. And then my anxiety crept in. And I was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I am not a florist. I know nothing about this industry. I know nothing about this space. And I literally just started to spiral. And I was alone, home alone at the time. And then my fiance came home and I was like, oh my God, babe did you see? Did you see? I posted the Instagram account. And he's like, yeah, I did. I sent it to all of my friends. I'm like, you sent it to all of your friends? He's like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? And I'm like, oh, that's so stressful. Like, oh my God, now literally everybody is seeing this. And he really just couldn't understand why I was feeling all of the anxious emotions. So I wanted to basically give you the reality check that my fiance gave me the reality check for, because I promise you, it's not that deep. Everything we do and everything we say and everything that we just put out into the world these days, we overthink so hard and it's just so not necessary. Like, like I said, it's really not that deep. So again, I'm someone who I like to decode exactly how I'm feeling. I'm so self-aware that I was like, okay, I'm overthinking. Why am I overthinking? So my fiance has a rental business as well. And I laugh because I call it a mini digger and he calls it a skid steer. So if you know anything about machinery, then it's a skid steer. If you don't picture a mini digger. So he has this little digger and he essentially just rents it out to anybody who needs it. He put an ad on Facebook marketplace the day he bought it and didn't stress once about it. He has people that contact him. He has people that send him money. He makes money off it. People come pick it up. He drops it off. Like it just works. It just, you know what I mean? Like there's no heavy stress around that. So then I caught myself thinking like, why am I overthinking all of this when here's my fiance just buying a freaking a lot of it's a high priced machine and just puts it on Facebook marketplace and doesn't think twice about it like really doesn't think overthink it whatsoever yet I'm here stressing so hard about something that does not have to be hard so I checked myself immediately there for my overthinking if other people are doing something that you're doing that and they make it seem not complicated it's most likely not complicated. It's most likely a us problem that we just overthink the situation that we're going through and we create so many more scenarios than what is actually happening in the present moment. So always remember to stay present. Then I started thinking, 
the lack of posts that I've made on my Lash This Lizzie page, but the quick posts that I can throw together for a new business page is crazy. Why am I overthinking Lash This Lizzie so hard and I cannot seem to put anything together to post online? But then for this other business, I put it down to the fact that because this is a new business, I don't care as much. But I do care as much. It's just the fact that I'm putting something out there and the response was so great that I shouldn't care and overthink. So again, it made me realize like overthinking is overrated. I don't want to overthink anymore. It stresses me out. There is no point to it. And you can literally create problems that do not exist purely from overthinking. So if you're hitting a part of your life or a part in your business where you're like <gasps> overthinking central, sit down and figure out why I'm overthinking. What is the worst case scenario of this? So then my worst case scenario that I thought was failing. And this is where fear of failure comes up. Now, my fear of failure with Lash This Lizzie is that I don't want to fail so I just won't put anything out there and I won't post. But equally, not putting things out there and not posting is quite literally failing in a sense because I'm not getting the signups or the clients or whatever it may be that I want or desire because I'm not putting myself out there. So when I was so scared to launch my new business, Not Roses, I realized that I was just afraid of putting something new out there into the world for the public and people who know me to see for if it doesn't do well and I decide to close the business, that would mean I'm a failure. And that does not mean I'm a failure. Just because you try something does not mean you have to stick with it for the rest of your life. You can give something a go and if it's not for you, it's not for you. That does not mean you're a failure. If I try this out and I start setting up like floral arches on weekends and I start this rental business, if I ever decide that I don't want to do it anymore, it does not mean I'm a failure. It just means, hey, there may be something else in my life that brings me more joy than this right now. Again, that's the overthinking creeping into that aspect as well. Do you wish your retention was better? You're lacking confidence in your skills and it always seems like everyone else has amazing retention except for you. Maybe you're ready to give up and want to quit. I've been in your exact shoes. I felt the same frustration as you. I never felt good enough. No matter what I did, nothing worked. I'd have my clients message me after a few days telling me all their lashes were falling out. Those clients would never rebook with me. I felt so alone and terrible at my job. Over the last few years, I've invested in my business and learned from the very best and streamlined it into what works and what doesn't. I've tested my own methods, learned how to get the most insane, long-lasting retention even through the hot, humid summer months. And now all of my clients come back every three to four weeks. Secrets don't make friends, and that's why I've taken everything and created a free mini course. The reason it's free is because I believe that this should have been taught to you in the very first class you took. By taking a few minutes out of your day to enroll, you'll be able to take action and implement all the things I can teach you within your next client on your schedule. Your retention is going to change immediately. Head to the link in my bio on Instagram to enroll today. With what you'll learn, your clients will start to come back with amazing, beautiful three to four week retention. You'll have a waiting list of people eager to become your client. You'll become known as the best lash artist in your city with the best retention. I'm so excited for you. Let's get back to the episode. I was listening to a podcast episode on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast, and it was with the founders of Array. 
And it was such a great episode. And they talked about failing, how it's not a bad thing. Failing is actually positive because if unless you fail or let's say I want to even call it something different because I don't like the word failure. Unless you don't do well at something within your business, it does not mean you have to close down your business. It means you take that thing, you tweak it and you figure out how to make it better next time. Even if that post doesn't do well or the reel doesn't do well or your free ebook doesn't do well or whatever you're doing doesn't do well, the general public don't follow your every move. They don't need to know what did really well and what didn't do really well. Again, it's not a failure aspect. It's a growth aspect. And again, like having an abundant and growth forward mindset is going to be the difference of feeling like that's a failure compared to hey, that didn't work out as well. Maybe I need to change the title of that. Maybe I need to update the cover photo of that. Maybe I need to change the wording in my caption. Maybe the quality of my video needs to be better. Again, it's not failing that's the problem. It's growing and switching and changing and just moving with it to figure out what actually is going to work for your business. And then my last thing here that kind of crept in as well is, and I mentioned it earlier, is imposter syndrome. I caught myself in a moment saying, who am I to do this? I'm not a florist. I don't know. I'm not in the wedding industry. I'm not all of these things. But again, I literally just took a risk with this. I saw a hole in the market and I thought this could do really well because I would be a customer for this business. So why would somebody else not want to be a customer for my business? I don't know where I feel like I would need some sort of qualification to also start this business. Again, with imposter syndrome, like I don't need a qualification to do this. I don't need to have to know how to set up centerpieces for tables and create bridal bouquets and things like that because I'm not a florist. The business I'm starting is not a florist at all. So I don't know why I felt that imposter syndrome again, again, just like taking that inward look to say, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling right now? So sometimes it's just a matter of like looking inward, looking deeper. There are people that are going to be out there with half of the talent that you have that would still just do it because they don't overthink all of these things. They don't sit there overthinking that they have imposter syndrome and they shouldn't be doing it. Sometimes it's one of those things where I always say like, I'm nothing special. I just have a good brain that I can see opportunities and I'm a great problem solver. There's nothing that I've done that I could prove that I have more on my resume than anybody else. I never went to university. I don't have a four-year university degree. Lots of people out there who are making mega, mega money do not have university degrees. They just know how to see opportunities, they execute and they just do it. And that's what I did in the moment was just like putting myself out there with this new thing. Because again, in my Lash This Lizzie business, I have so much imposter syndrome all the time. But then when I take an inward look and I like I try and figure out why I have imposter syndrome, there should be no reason that I have imposter syndrome. So with that, like I just need to work on like my affirmations. I need to work on looking at myself like everyone else looks at me. The amount of people that I had messaged me being like, oh my goodness, I love the business name. That's so creative. Holy blah, 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 blah. Going on about how amazing this launch was. And I was like, oh my God, I was drunk when I came up with a business name. (laughs) that's that's how it just it came to me like I was just sitting having a drink 
playing around with words, playing around with things that could mean something to me, like my middle name is Rose. So I was just playing around with things. And sometimes like when I get drunk, I get creative and I just flowed with it and I let it be. And I just ended up loving the name. And that's the same thing with my logo. When I was drunk, I sat there on Canva and started messing around with things and loved it. So I just went with it again. So these things that we fear and the things that we struggle with, like imposter syndrome and fear of failure and all these things really come stemming down from overthinking. Overthinking will kill us. Like there is no reason to think 10 steps ahead when you are not 10 steps ahead. The most powerful thing that you can do today is staying in the present staying in the present time and realizing like what can I do right now that can put me forward one step and if you continue doing that over and over and over and over and over again you're gonna be that 10th step with a plan on how to do the 10th step without being at the first step stressing about the 10th step when you haven't done two three four five six onwards so I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope it gave you like a nice little reality check a nice little kick up the bum for why we stop ourselves from doing great, amazing things. If you have an amazing idea, whether that be for a piece of content, whether that be for a new service for your clients, whether that be for a rebrand for your business, do it. Why not? Like, honestly, if that's a great idea to you, then it's a great idea for your business. So really promise me you're going to do something scary promise me you're going to do the damn thing. And I promise you that I'm going to record an episode on branding because I have so many questions in my DMs all the time about branding and logos and colors and all of the above. So I'm going to put some things together. If you have any questions around branding, please let me know. Slide into my DMs, ask me the questions so that I can include those in the next week's episode. So thank you so much for listening. Like I say, I appreciate every single one of you. If you don't know where to find me on social media, you can find me at Lash Sis Lizzie on all the social platforms. Um, also subscribe so you never miss an episode, especially if you are looking for branding help. Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss next week's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you could share on your stories as well. I appreciate it. Anyways, um, Friday's pre-weekend vibes. Enjoy it. Enjoy your freaking weekend and I will see you next Friday at Lashy Hour. Bye! Wait, before you go, would you like to win a free 30-minute coaching call with me? What we'll do is we can go over everything that you're struggling with and I'll create a personalized actionable plan with all the strategies and tips to start improving your business and reach a new level of confidence. What you'll need to do to enter this giveaway is take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to, post it to your Instagram story and tag me. I'll be pulling one winner every single month. So good luck.